3: Greetings, welcome inside, happy Monday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. What's in the bag? A shark or something? We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Well, who knew, Mike Harmon, that the New York Jets would have such a huge impact on the Super Bowl. It's almost like they played in it yesterday. It's almost like I close my eyes and think, oh, McCall Hardman, we signed him for one year and four million. Months later, here he is
5: catching the game-winning pass in the Super Bowl. Oh, it's like the Jets were there. Well, he did predict that uh, his team would play in the Super Bowl against the 49ers. So. He did
3: in the mentalist. Yes, he yeah, did so that. On, he got uh, that done.
5: Yeah, yeah. so good for him. Yeah, And uh, good for the Jets to be embarrassed because he's a guy that couldn't see the field yeah. because of all in Aaron Rodgers' jackass buddies that were attempting to be on the field and doing so poorly. Good job by you. I thought the Jets could have a really okay Super Bowl Sunday and
3: not no 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 here's a guy that couldn't get on the field even as horrendous as the wide receivers were and middle of the season the Jets trade McCall Hardman back to the Chiefs and it's not like Hardman was great with the Chiefs he caught a couple of passes a week but there he is (laughs) catching the game winning touchdown blacking out after he catches it throws the ball all over the place doesn't remember what went on I mean this is just this is just Jets man you couldn't get on the he couldn't get on the field for the Jets yet he could catch the game-winning pass in the Super Bowl. Jets,
5: Well, I mean, you run the same play you did with Tony, and if he could do it, McCall Hardman can see, that's the way it works. But yeah, just that's, absolute chaos. That uh, was a super
3: bowl s- hero. He is the super, he's going to live forever. He's going to be one of those guys where every year in 10, 15 years, let's look back at some of the big one hit wonders in super bowl history. You know, Timmy Smith with his big game in the super bowl for, for Washington, um, uh, you know, Mike Jones and his tackle sure. uh, against the Titans. You know, all these guys that you know, one big game, James White and his three touchdowns. Yeah, Don't forget the, it was the McCall
5: Hardman game. Oh sure. Not and about legacy yeah. and, and dynasties and Mahomes no. or Reed or nah. Kelsey or any of that nah. stuff. Nope. What what game do you remember that one? Fifty eight. Oh, that was the Vegas one. Oh, it's the McCall Hardman game.
3: Yeah. Three catches, fifty seven yards, a touchdown. <laughs> He's going to be, oh, the best thing that happened to me. I thought I would get there with the Jets. I was excited with the Jets. There he is winning with, 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 the, with the Chiefs. That, that's Jets football right there. You think I could? No, 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 no. We're going to twist the knife in you one more time on Super Bowl Sunday. And at the very end, not like you could catch a pass earlier in the game where you go, oh, look at that, caught a pass. No, no, no. He's going to catch the game-winning touchdown pass in overtime at the Super Bowl. That's what he's going to do.
5: Well, you know, sometimes you got to get the uh, the extra level of angst to come through in a big way. And for you, I mean, you, you had to enjoy it just to, you know, kind of just shake your head and say, yep, this is why we can't have nice things. Yep, yeah. Not even it. average
3: things or below average because McCall Hartman's an average. Yeah, driver. I mean, below average. Look, he got, up, couldn't get on the field. He did nope. get
5: that 52-yard reception when the uh, defensive back suddenly didn't know how to play defensive back.
3: Well, there that is, was that. interesting. True. Yes, you're right. You're
5: right. That was, you know, because I immediately had to tweet out since the narrative of the two weeks was, you know, Brock Purdy had so many interception worthy passes and Patrick <laughs> Mahomes had none. I'm like, even though that was complete, does that not count as interception worthy? Uh, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> even after he threw an interception, are we going to count that one or do we have to keep that clean? That one's not on my ho- home. We changed the way we score him at home.
3: Let Express Employment Professionals help hire your next pro. Like, don't do what the Jets did and get hard when have to trade them <laughs> back. No, look, forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, interviews with unqualified applicants. McColl, we don't think you're qualified. We're going to let you go to the Jets and then maybe bring you back. Uh, move up to the pros. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. That's ExpressPros.com, ExpressPros.com. That's-
5: Are you thinking of the meaning of the life as you just said that. They're in the hospital. It's like, well, what does that do? Uh, that's the most expensive machine in the hospital. <laughs> he goes, can I touch it? It's like, no, no, no. You're not qualified. Oh,
3: <laughs> uh, not qualified. That's what, That's how it is. Uh, of course, of course, McCall Hartman. Of course, McCall Hartman. Uh, now, let's start tonight. Look, we have so much Super Bowl to get to coming off at the Chiefs win their third in four years. An amazing game. It was so much fun. Let's start with what's going on today, which are the stupidest controversies you could possibly imagine. Uh, Today mainly was, hey, a lot of people are upset. A lot of fans hate Kyle Shanahan and want to blame him for everything. So let's just go over the top with the fact that some of the Niners didn't know the rules for overtime and the Niners taking the ball first in overtime was the worst thing to do – both of these things are fine. This is just, Today is just stupid because it, the, with the hurt falling in, it's what do we do, and, Mah- and, and Shanahan's an easy target, right? The guy has blown Super Bowls, the end of Super Bowls. Meanwhile, two of the ones he's lost, he's lost a bleep in Mahomes. So, okay, you got beat by the best quarterback in the game. It happens. The other time you lose is an OC, okay. But it, he's an easy target, and I get it. And if you want to talk to, about it for other things, I understand, but... First of all, why did San Francisco take the ball first in overtime? That's the stupidest controversy. That is just stupid. He mentioned the reasons why they took the ball first in overtime. Because I could guarantee us a third possession as long as the game doesn't end. We could both kick field goals. We could both score touchdowns. And the way the game was going, two field goals or two punts, that could have happened. And you guarantee that you get the ball a third time. Mm -hmm. That's a great reason. I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, the whole, but you know what you need if you take the ball second, crowd. It, that's just even more stupid than this controversy. Because what do you mean? You know what you need? That's the same people that say you go for two when you when you know when you're down two scores late, you go for it first. so You know what you need? No, you can kick the extra point and make the last possession worth something. You can go for two and not make it, and the game is over. Why would yeah. you do that? That's just stupid. Well, it also that's it, just stupid.
5: It also ignores the fact that the Chiefs in the final six minutes of regulation had run 23 plays and virtually all of the clock, which meant those guys were gassed. You've already covered up for Greenlaw really well. But these guys, I mean, you saw the second half, right? All of the Chase Young revenge games and Bosa and all of those things, all the pressure that they got in the first half, suddenly they had nothing left. Yeah, so maybe an extra couple of minutes on the sideline. And look, if you finish the drive, you know, by picking up, you know, the best defensive player that the opponent has, you know, if you pick him up and at least, at least chip him one bit, it's a touchdown pass to Jennings and we're having a completely different conversation.
3: I mean, it, the the reasons were good. The reasons were sound, but it's like, no matter what, Oh no, it's Kyle Shanahan's fault. It's like, no matter what, it was a predisposition to this is going to be his fault somehow, even though, what do you mean? If it was the same rules as regulation over time, okay, I understand. But it's not; they're different, and so it's this is what this is what it is, and the, and the reasoning was sound, and nothing changed strategy wise. If you're driving, you think you can make the first down, you go for it on fourth down. If you don't think you punt, or you kick a field goal and play defense. I mean, there there was this is the stupidest controversy. It was just I'm just mad. People are just mad, and they want to make it look like somebody is at fault. And meanwhile, all of that decision making was completely within realm of 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 why you would do it and the reasons were good and it's just let's just take it out on kyle shanahan because we lost the game and because we had the lead and we lost again this is this is this is his sure. fault well There's i mean it goes, you want to blame him for this is not one of those yeah
5: things. it's another one of those you know just tack on the data points of lost another double digit lead all of those things and and it's the narrative that flows and and something that you know we had talked about a little bit becomes uh, more of a talking point uh, coming out of the game of remember the guy he lost to not Mahomes but Andy Reid remember his time in Philadelphia that's all I keep raising my hand to because uh, eventually they had to part ways and move so Shanahan getting a little bit of that today but you know in the end if you execute properly as I said on the the final play before kicking the the moody field goal to send the you know get, take the lead in overtime then it doesn't matter it's it's a moot point but. It goes wrong. It's it's like a lot of the, the Dan Campbell stuff, right? You could disagree with the call, but in the end, players have to go make plays, right? Coaches can draw it up and scheme it up as well as they can. Guys don't finish it off. Like, how does that come back on the coach, right? It's that that's the thing I, I'm always curious, right? If you get blown out of the, out of the game from the first snap all the way through and you're non-competitive, yeah, let's talk about the coaches. If they do something that uh, is is truly inane in the process, sure. Here, I didn't see anything that stood out as, wow, Kyle Shanahan really biffed it here. But it adds to the narrative of losses in big moments. And when you're talking Mahomes, you're talking the Chiefs, and all of the comparisons, the Brady that flow out of it, yeah, you're going back to 28-3. And he's going to wear it for that, even though, again, he wasn't the head man, but he wears it just as hard.
3: And the other part of this that plays into this today, obviously, is some of the players. It's become apparent that they didn't know the rules of overtime, that it was each team gets the ball once, no matter what happens. Use check, talked about it. A couple other players. And you know what? Is that a little bit embarrassing? Yeah. But you know what? Even that's overblown and that's stupid. That's more of just a bad optic that, boy, Kyle Shannon really didn't need that than it is that had an impact on the game. Uh, you're still trying to do the same things. There's nothing that changes. When you get the ball first in overtime, again, you're driving down the field. If it's fourth and one at the 35, you think you make a first down, you're going to go for it. If not, you're kicking a field goal. Because you know you're giving the ball back to the the team if you kick the field goal. You know you're doing that. So nothing's changed. You know, and if there was confusion on the sideline, and that's a different story. Like if suddenly it was, wait a minute, what's happening and the players don't know and what do we want to do here and let's go for this here and there's all kinds of confusion, then I get oh boy, Kyle Shanahan really biffed that. But there was none of that well it was just some players going well we didn't really know what it was uh so we always thought oh we get that and they looked at the rules up on on the top it's a bad optic i'm not saying it's not it's, yeah it's a, it's i think it's a bad it's, optic but i think it speaks an, to an a larger thing, thing with
5: shanahan though i don't like, do not in game. game but just in terms of overall organizational uh top down because every one of those guys could have lied and and played dumb and just said you know we we just didn't finish the drive They all chose to admit they didn't know, which is bad organizationally and reflects poorly on your coaching staff. Yeah, that it's a, in, it's in a, a year bad optic. I'll well, you,
3: especially when you hear the Chiefs say, we all knew we have practiced that, since," which which is ridiculous. Well, we, did, we did that first practice of the season. We knew that we were we had to look at overtime, the rules of Super Bowl overtime. Are different. Yeah, okay, th- thanks, for, thanks for really saying that. <laughs> I, I really think that's what you did day one of practice was the overtime rules in the Super Bowl. So it looks even worse when the Chiefs say that. But no, like I said it's a bad, and I agree with you, it's a bad optic. But did that really have an impact on the game? game uh, it didn't
5: it well didn't. if it changed if, if chanahan didn't know and wasn't calling the game the same way then yes uh blame him and matt Nagy. uh and, and but, how, but how would
3: you call it different that the thing. what would you have done differently what would you No, you, but you that's the my ball, point right going if, down to score a touchdown and or, or and when you can't you kick a field goal i mean it's just like anything else right? well
5: but no different there. it goes back to the folks that were in the echo chamber saying that he shouldn't have taken the ball to start ot
3: which, as he's shown, that was the right call because of the sound decision-making of getting the ball three times potentially or getting the ball two times versus one, and I got to get my defense off the field because they're gassed. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, but like I said, this is what it is, is Shanahan is just such an easy target. He's such an easy target that that's what happens. Is that even when the things that come out that really aren't a big deal, it's oh look at this, this is the worst thing you've ever done. This is the worst thing you've ever done. It's all talk. I mean, is it is it his fault that the that they're not calling holding penalties on the Chiefs? Oh, too soon, too soon for that. Richard well, vote. it's
5: it's a reality yeah. thing that you know <laughs> you look at the way the the game was called and and not by SpongeBob and Patrick. They called out a couple of obvious holds uh, in, in in play, but you know, you you look at the national broadcast and even the narrative out like that officiating was as far from criticism as you possibly could get coming out of the game. Yet raising my hand, like my brother sent me a screenshot of, of one of the plays on, on, you know, the, the line against Bosa, right. As it happened goes, how's this not called (laughs) NFL Vinovich doesn't call holds. We knew that coming into the game. And, and there's a pretty obvious one that they just let slide away again. Chiefs win. They execute. McCall Hardman, ex-Jet, now good. Uh, Did you know Discover wants everyone to
3: feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you got access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. That's discover.com slash credit card. So Kyle Shanahan, very easy target, but this stuff, overblown and stupid uh coming up next we'll get into the officiating of the super how much of an impact did that have Mahomes? what did he really do by winning the super bowl yesterday Is the window closed for the 49ers i'll keep it right here jason lock and for nfl insider extraordinaire stops by next jason and mike we're just getting started this is fox sports radio hey so did you guys happen to catch the pfizer ad last night it's got everybody talking today Cancer, as we know, is a tough opponent, affecting way too many people. Do you know it's the second leading cause of death globally? crazy, right? About one in three individuals in the U.S. will get hit with a cancer diagnosis in their lifetime. But Pfizer's 175th anniversary ad last night brought some serious game. It's a tribute to the real MVPs, honoring the most prominent scientists and scientific discoveries of the past and present, and celebrating the ongoing work Pfizer's doing to bring the next generation of breakthroughs to parents. Pfizer's making significant investments to tackle cancer, one of the biggest health challenges of our lifetime. And we have a role in it, too. Whether it's getting regular screenings for early Detection or even participating in clinical trials that pave the way for life saving treatments, every action counts in this battle against cancer. So don't wait. Visit Let's outdocancer.com. That's Let's outdocancer.com to learn more.
0: F- you, Aaron. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. That's discover.com slash credit card. Limitations, they do apply. Well, joining us now on the hotline to take a look back at a phenomenal Super Bowl, long-time NFL insider. Check him out on Odyssey, 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore, Washington Post, Jason Locke and
2: J. What's happening, bud? What's going on, gentlemen?
3: Well, Greetings. officially today we've reached the, the, the portion of, of the Super Bowl where it's look at all the holding calls that didn't get called on the Chiefs yesterday. The NFL wants the Chiefs to win portion of the NFL season.
2: Yeah, um... Uh, look, I, I, this script thing, I guess, uh, <laughs> is just baked into our cake now. Sure. Um, hey, look, that th- that crew let them play. I mean, I don't think it was just holding. You know, it was also uh, a lot of downfield stuff. They, they, they. It was clear that they were going to let them play, which I think is also why, to a lot of people, myself included, the, the you know, when they finally did call a defensive holding. Early in overtime, when it looked like um, San Francisco was going to be held, you know, to a quick punt, it was kind of jarring because you just you didn't see a whole lot of uh, of flags on the field, except for you know when when things were were super blatant when they were obvious, like mm-hmm. false starts and guys jumping. Um, so I don't know, man. I don't. For me, officiating was thankfully. You know, gratefully, not a big part of the plot where often it is. We didn't like the field conditions and the game officials weren't a thing to me, which was huge because they have been in too many other big games.
5: 100%. What did you think of the uh, admission of multiple players that there had been no discussion of overtime rules from Kyle Shanahan and staff?
2: Well, look, I'll say this. I I think it is a little – Interesting to me that the Chiefs made it a point of emphasis going all the way back to training camp, right, and had many practices where they emphasized it and where it was talked about and it was understood and it was a part of their um, season-long preparation for what they expected, which is to be playing in the final game of the year. So whatever we may think of how Shanahan handled it, it's clear that there was a huge dichotomy between that and the Chiefs. Now, we can quibble whether it mattered or one is that different than the other. and Would the 49ers' players' mindset or mentality been any different had they emphasized it the way Andy Reid did? And we'll never know. Um, but I think it's noteworthy that coupled with um, – Shanahan's decision, right, and worrying about the third possession that never materialized, uh, it's, it's certainly noteworthy to me.
3: See, I, I, didn't, I didn't mind that so much. I thought, hey, the way the game is going, certainly they could get the ball back, and with his defense being gas, being on the field as long as they were, hey, we don't want to give a possession where the Mahomes just goes right down the field. I thought there was pretty good reasoning, and it just, it just didn't work out. Obviously, you've got to make plays and go forward, but I thought his reasoning for taking the ball first was fine
2: yeah i i uh, i not I, I not for me um i would rather want to control the situation i would want to know exactly what i'm up against and if i think i'm the better team and right statistically and otherwise a lot of people would say san francisco um the better team then let's go win it you know, I'm the greatest play caller of my generation. Let me know if I need three or I need seven or I need eight. But I'm I'm going to go out and do that. Um, so, and look, bottom line is, if you're going to beat Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in the playoffs, you have to play your A game. And you're going to need to win the turnover battle, not push. And you're going to need to win special teams, not lose. And you're going to need to find a way to build up a significant enough lead so that Patrick Mahomes doesn't hold the ball in a one-score situation late. And, and if you don't do all those things, you were probably in trouble.
5: Well, it goes back to the regular season, right? As we watched them flail about, it was someone needs to come up and vanquish them. Because if they're still alive in the tournament, they're a problem. And lo and behold, here they are celebrating at Disneyland the day after the Super Bowl. Uh, Curious, though, uh, I I would love their their thoughts on, you know, George Kittle, right? Obviously banged up a bit, but a guy who was a non-factor for the 49ers.
2: Yeah, yeah just kind of odd. I mean, really nobody. I mean, who was a factor? I mean, their wide receiver production was sure. was pretty scant. I mean, you know, Brock Purdy managed the game. He didn't make catastrophic mistakes, but they weren't making a ton of big boy plays. They weren't getting explosives. Um, Spagnolo had them, them wound up pretty tight. He wasn't going to give them a whole lot of freebies and really any. And when he dialed up the blitz, and he really cranked it up in the second half. It was a problem, and he dominated Shanahan on third down.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: You know, that was a big part of the game. Um, There was this team of 49ers loaded with offensive stars, and, oh, my God, how were they going to stop them all, you know, any of them? And they really bottled them all up. McCaffrey wasn't what we thought he would be or what he had been all year on the ground. You know, Debo didn't really do anything. Ayuk had a couple of plat catches. That was really it. Kittle did absolutely nothing. I mean, it was absolutely master class and special stuff from Spagnolo's defense. And what they did, you know, running that gauntlet the last three games at Buffalo, at Baltimore, and in the Super Bowl against the 49ers is, is pretty remarkable.
3: Jason Locke and for NFL Insider, our guest, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the com studios. All right, so on the other side now, we've heard all the conversations all day. It's all been Mahomes. Is he better than Brady? Is he the best? What did, what, in your mind, what did Mahomes do yesterday? What did he do either for his, his image, his resume, what you saw from him in the Super Bowl? What was your big takeaway from Mahomes a day ago?
2: Well, he's, he's on the road to out-Brady and Brady. I mean, not only getting there, but potentially getting there faster, which is the most staggering, ridiculous thing that anyone could have thought of as this Brady thing was winding down and as Brady found a way to one-up himself by doing what he did in a COVID year in Tampa, for that to have really just been a segue to this other thing that by age, 80, age 28 is already more remarkable than Brady's thing. How can that be, right? Like, how, how in the 100-plus in the year history of this league, how and especially this league post-merger, and especially, especially this league in the salary cap era, how can these two things, like, how could Brady have handed the baton to Mahomes? And how could Mahomes have closed on Brady this fast? Like, none of that makes sense. Um, how long is it going to be? before somebody other than Tom Brady has the most playoff victories over Patrick Mahomes. Right? He's got him twice. Sure. Burroughs got him once. Nobody else has got him. Like, are we going to be talking three years from now, and Tom Brady's still the only quarterback to beat Patrick Mahomes more than one time in the playoffs? I mean, I don't know, but it's possible. Go look at the all-time wins leaders, playoffs and regular season. That could be Andy Reid, both.
5: Oh, 100%.
2: like that 's what I think yesterday is about it 's about that team doing it a different way, being wholly committed to if we got to win eighteen seventeen let's win eighteen seventeen if we got to win twenty three twenty two let's win twenty three twenty two it's It's just about playing winning football and then it's winning football, and then when it's money time when it's winning time we're going to go out and win the game um He's just so under control, and when he needs to lean into his physical ability and the off-script stuff and the playmaker, the innate playmaker in him, he does it. And when it's time just to hand it to Pacheco and get the three yards and take what the defense is giving us, he's a genius at that, too. Um, I mean, again... What he's done through this stage of his postseason career compared to anybody else, including Tom Brady, it ain't even close. I mean, passer rating, yardage, TD to interception ratio, it's not even close. He's destroying Tom Brady in every category, in the playoffs.
5: Yeah, I would say the two things that I'll take from it, Jason, is one, since I'm paired with Mr. Smith, Jets fan, uh, this will always be the McCall Hardman game. Well,
2: sure, there is that. And then yeah. for
5: uh, Mahomes himself, I'm just going to remember him taking off for two monumental runs that were giant daggers to that yeah. 49er defense. Not passes, not anything, you know, not pinpoint precision, just him taking off.
2: Well, look, that's a that's... An element of his game that he doesn't have to do much, but when he wants to, when it's time to, um, you have to also account for that in a way you never did with Tom Brady. I mean, this 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 shouldn't be happening. But it's happening, and, I mean, he's just really kind of entering his prime. And he's also, in his own way, as maniacal and as driven as Tom Brady, and it's a year-round pursuit for him. It's certainly not seasonal. He's never going to have I – mean, I know people were joking about his physique, but this guy's, this guy's an animal. He doesn't brand it TB12 like the other guy. He's not bragging about avocado ice cream. But, like, trust me, he has studied Tom Brady – like, to a T, and the kinesiology and all of it, like, he's got the same ideas, man. And he's also able to generate a chip on his shoulder, even when you'd think there's really not one. And we know the Patriots were legendary at that, like... These guys do it, too. You know what I mean? Now he's getting off on the fact that they're not even the betting favorites for next year. Like, they will find a way to keep everybody in that building motivated the way Brady and Belichick did for so long, even when they were going to the championship game of the Super Bowl every year.
3: All right, Jay, before we let you go, now we're we're putting the cap on this year. Obviously, we have the entire offseason. We have the draft to go. But if I said to you, okay... I want to go to Vegas and, and put money on the teams that I think are going to go to the Super Bowl next year. Who are your early favorites right now? You can see, them, obviously, we have a long way to go, and not not going to hold you to something further than that. But well, right now, who, do you, who would you like next year?
2: I will just say this. I did spend a little bit of time looking at Super Bowl futures this morning um, to make the Super Bowl and to win the Super Bowl. And... Green Bay, at 16-1 to to win the Super Bowl intrigued me. You know, they're clustered with some other teams that I like, too, who are also young and ascending, like Cincinnati. But, like, I don't know how Mike Brown's going to handle, you know, having a quarterback making real money now and also starting to have the T. Higgins of the world going into free agency. And what does it mean for Jamar Chase? But, like, the Packers know who they are. They're never going to do anything stupid in free agency, right, because they just don't mm-hmm. really dabble there. They're an incredible draft and developed team. They were the youngest team. In the league that frankly should have been playing, you know, into the championship game at Detroit. Uh, The quarterback is ascendant. They'll rebuild the offensive line, but I mean, there's a lot of pieces there. I I, I like the move at defensive coordinator. You know, do they need a few things? Could they use an off ball linebacker? You know, what are they going to do with Darnell Savage? Are they going to do something different at safety? Like, okay. But they started getting after the passer in the second half. Like, I. I, you know, there's a lot to like there, and, and I, they're smart and they're shrewd, and I think they'll have a good offseason because they usually do, and they draft well. So, Green Bay, at 16 to 1. is pretty interesting to me.
3: You can follow me on Twitter at Jason Lockin'4. That is at Jason for Odyssey. Washington Post, 1057, the fan in Baltimore. Jay, as always, buddy, appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Have fun. My
2: pleasure, gentlemen. Have a good week. See you, buddy.
3: Green Bay, Jordan Love, and again, and again, okay, yeah, they really they really won the Aaron Rodgers trade. Now, suddenly, wow. suddenly Packers futures are going through the roof. <laughs> Somewhere between
5: 16 and 20 to 1. Uh, I think he might have had to go on for about 15 minutes, but I wanted to ask, how much uh, talk in Baltimore today was it was all Greg Roman's fault that this happened because he didn't run the ball? Oh, wow. I know he's now with the Chargers and all, but, you know, they can kick him since he's out the door. <laughs> Exit,
3: how about a fresca? Exit, swollen dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Well, if you think the NFL wanted the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl yesterday, so, hey, we're not going to call holding calls.
5: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my, look at that. He is.
0: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
3: Uh, Coming up next, hey, a guy today is getting a lot of flack for his performance in the Super Bowl, but I'm going to zig where you think I'm going to zag. I thought he was really good yesterday. That's next right here. Chasing a mic. Fox.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
3: Now I want to watch Pretty in Pink, Fox Sports Radio, the Duckman, the Duckman. You ever ever have one of these? Uh Uh-uh. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. There's somebody getting a lot of criticism today, not named Kyle Shanahan, for his performance in the Super Bowl. And I got to say that, I disagree with. Thought the guy had a pretty solid day.
5: Patrick Starr was fantastic. <laughs>
3: oh, I thought we would be together forever. Uh, he's getting a lot of flack for what happened at the end of the game. Was it Fred Warner? Was it? Wasn't it? A, no. Let's just let Jim Nance and the guy we're talking about break it all down for us.
1: Here they called it. I eight seconds left in overtime.
5: Two.
3: I wanted the Jim Nance, Tony Romo call.
5: No, nah, Spongebob was better. That was, that yeah. was better. I, I, I mean, did it, you I hear it. Patrick?
3: No, I get it. I you mean, come Patrick. on. That was good. No, that was good. It was, it was you know, Patrick enunciated a lot more than I expected. I thought he would be somebody who loses mind there.
5: More than anything else, oh, they were fantastic. <laughs> it was a great call of the game, I gotta say. And door
3: explaining holding, I mean, that's no, but good. that's just it. She's you know what the rules? Is?
5: Everybody kept waiting for Gibby to come out and have his shirt off, like back in the day from you know can... the iCarly show. I mean,
3: can on. you say delicioso? <laughs> Do you know what a false start is? (laughs) Can you say ex Jet McCall Hardman? That's right. He played for the Jets. I bet you can't. This is the Um. rule of Jet. (laughs) No, here is uh, here's the Nance Romo version of the final call because Romo's getting a lot of flack today, and it's mainly over this. First and goal. (laughs) Mahomes swings it. It's there. Hardman, jackpot, Kansas City. And this was the Andy
2: Reid special. This was the Andy Reid special. We talked about he was saving all day. He's got a fake emotion to go across. And at that moment, he turns and goes back. Hartman, who they didn't have, right? And they go get Hartman and bring him back. And the game-winning drive of Mahomes' career. He's been waiting for his won Super
3: goals, but he's never had it in an overtime. He is the best. He is the standard. And Michael Jordan wins it again. So that call on CBS, oh, Tony Romo ruined the end of the game. Now, well, I I will admit, Jim Nance jackpot Kansas City, you got to let that breathe. You let it breathe for a few seconds. Let it breathe for about 10, 15 seconds. Camera shots. Everybody's yelling, going crazy. The Super Bowl is over. No one's paying attention to what Tony Romo is saying. And instead, Romo couldn't help himself. He was doing really well. I had a great game. And then I got to jump in and I got to say this. You, right, you could have waited. You could have waited about 10, 15, 20 seconds. Let Jim Nance's call sink in and then come in and say exactly what you said. Because everything he said there was great analysis. And I, I get that he's getting flack for this today. But again, just like people want to hate Kyle Shanahan, people want to hate Tony Romo. And I said, coming in, the guy's got to have a big Super Bowl if he's going to keep his job next year, right? I was open to the fact that he could. I didn't think he could, but he did. Outside of that, which is being overblown, oh, I can't believe it, Tony Romo had a really solid Super Bowl. There was no yelling, there was no jim, jim, there weren't a lot of mistakes. His uh insight, especially at the end about how the Chiefs have to blitz and what they need to do to dial things up, was really good. Albeit I tweeted that like two minutes before he said that makes me think I really could be an NFL uh, analyst during games, but that's not here or there. This is about Tony Romo. This is not about me. I thought Romo had a pretty good game. I think Romo's going to come back next year. He's not going to lose his gig. He'll still be the number one guy with Jim Nance. I was, I was pretty impressed. I didn't think he could have a good game. I didn't think he would go in prepared and and be dialed back a bit and not just yelling and screaming and sound like a fan who won a contest because that's basically what Romo's become the last couple of years. I thought he didn't think he could do it, but he did. He was pretty solid. People want to hate the end, but it's really not that big a deal, but people are going to hate.
5: I liked when he was singing going into commercial breaks and all of that. I mean, that was fun. He still had some of the Romo ism in what made him uh, polarizing and, you know, at first what made him in, endeared him to so many folks. Uh, the only problems I had is as Nance was trying to call the play, uh, he was still talking, right? So you he, he had a little bit of a bleed there. In the end, sure, could you could you let it have another beat or two before he jumped in? But it's ex- excited utterances, the heat of the moment, as it were. Uh, and he was working on his Michael Jordan line. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got jackpot. I won up you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if this is my last last hurrah. As some speculate with Greg Olson (laughs) potentially swirling out there, damn it, I'm going down swinging with a great one-liner that's going to fuel sports talk radio and television tomorrow morning, which is exactly what he did.
3: He did enough to keep his gig. To say, all right, we're going to go spend $15 million on Greg Olson now to bring him in to replace yeah. Romo? I don't know. I don't you know just Romo made an up. extra
5: 60, like Steve said, was one of the data points I had. McManus is like, hey, we got another 60 million going out the door. See you, Tony. Jason, watch the game on What's mute. What's something different?
3: You haven't heard all day about Patrick Mahomes? That's next on Fox.
1: 18 plus.